0: welcome back to the broadcast I'm Sean your host website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com just a reminder this podcast is 100% listener supported if you're being blessed by this and you would like to bless the podcast please consider supporting it by going to scriptureandprophecy.com clicking on the donate and support tab well we are looking at our Torah portion for this week which happens to be uh, Exodus chapter 30, starting with verse 11, going all the way through chapter 34. Uh, So fairly long. Uh, The Torah portion this week is titled Ki Tisha. And uh, here's the portion summary from TorahPortions.org. It says, The 21st reading from the Torah literally means, When you lift up. It comes from the first words of the second verse of the reading, which could be literally rendered, When you lift up the head of the sons of Israel, to reckon them. The phrase, lift up the head, is an idiom for taking a head count. The portion begins with the instructions for taking a census and finishes up the instructions for making the tabernacle, reiterates the commandments of the Shabbat, and then proceeds to tell the story of the golden calf. The majority of Ketisha is Ketissa, is concerned with the sin of the golden calf, the breach in the covenant between God and Israel, and how Moses undertakes to restore that covenant relationship. So that is the portion summary. It's going to be a long one, not much commentary this morning. So let's just dive right in, starting with chapter 30, verse 11, all the way through the whole chapter 34 in the book of Exodus. Let's begin. And the LORD spake unto Moses, saying, When thou takest the sum of the children of Israel after their number, then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the LORD, when thou numberest them, that there be no plague among them, when thou numberest them. This they shall give every one that passeth among them that are numbered half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary, a shekel is twenty gerahs. And a half shekel shall be the offering of the Lord. Everyone that passes among them that are numbered from twenty years old and above shall give an offering unto the Lord. The rich shall not give more, and the poor shall not give less than half a shekel. When they give an offering unto the Lord, to make an atonement for your souls, and thou shalt take the atonement money of the children of Israel, shall appoint it for the services of the tabernacle of the congregation that it may be a memorial unto the children of Israel before the Lord, to make an atonement for your souls. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thou shalt also make a laver of brass, and his foot also of brass, to wash withal. And thou shalt put it between the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, and thou shalt put water therein. For Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands, and their feet there eat. When they go into the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall wash with water, that they die not. Or when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn offering made by fire unto the Lord. So shall they wash their hands and their feet, that they die die not. And it shall be a statute forever to them, even to him and his seed throughout their generations. Moreover, the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take thou also unto the principal spices of pure myrrh, five hundred shekels, and of sweet cinnamon, half so much, even two hundred and fifty shekels, and of sweet calamus, two hundred and fifty shekels, and of cassia, five hundred shekels, after the shekel, the sanctuary of olive oil and hen. And I shall make it an oil of holy atonement an atonement compound after the art of the apothecary, shall be a holy atoning oil. And thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith in the ark of the testimony, and the table, and his vessels, and the candlestick, and the vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all his vessels, and the laver, and his foot. And thou shalt sanctify them, that they may be most holy. Whatsoever touchest them shall be holy. And thou shalt anoint Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, This shall be a holy atoning oil unto me throughout your generations. Upon man's flesh shall it not be poured, neither shall you make any other like it after the composition of it. It is holy. And it shall be holy unto you. Whosoever compoundeth any like it, or whosoever putteth up of it upon a stranger, shall even be cut off from his people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto thee sweet spices, stacte and anica, and galbanum. These sweet spices with pure frankincense of each shall be a like weight. And thou shalt make it a perfume, a confection after the art of the apothecary, tempered together pure and holy. And thou shalt beat some of it very small, and put it up before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation. Where I will meet with thee, it shall be unto you most holy. And as the perfume which thou shalt make, ye shall not make to yourselves according to the composition thereof. It shall be unto thee holy for the Lord." Whosoever shall make it like unto that to smell thereto shall even be cut off from his people. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel the son of Uri, and the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom, and in an understanding, and in an knowledge, and in an all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works to work in gold and silver and in brass, and in cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. And I, behold, I have given him with him Alahulab, the son of Ashamach, of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted I have put wisdom, that they may make all that I have commanded thee. The tabernacle of the congregation, the ark of the testimony, and the mercy seat that is thereupon, and all the furniture of the tabernacle, and the table of his furniture, and the pure candlestick with all furniture, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all his furniture, and the laver from his foot, and the laver and his foot, and the clothes of the service, and the holy garments of Aaron the priest, and the garments of his son, to minister in the priest's office. And the anointing oil and the sweet incense for the holy place, according to all that I have commanded thee, shall they do. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. Ye shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy unto you. Every one that defileth shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh it is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to the Lord, whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day shall surely be put to death. Wherefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever, forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And he gave unto Moses when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai two tables of testimonies, tables of stone written with the finger of God. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up! Make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we not, we wot not what has become of him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which that are in your ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears, and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with graving tool after he had made the molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go get thee down, for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I have commanded them. They have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed unto it. And said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make thee a great nation. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why doth thy wax hot against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, For mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath, and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants to whom thou swearest by thy own self, and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed, and that they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. Please note Something that I think is interesting. So they make this golden calf, right? They pressure Aaron to make it, apparently. Aaron does, and they start sanctifying. It says they go out to play, which is kind of the King James Bible version of cleaning up what's really going on there. Making it PG, I guess. And God is ready to annihilate them. Like, he says that they have just... He's upset obviously. He says they have quickly, they have like swiftly abandoned the commandments, you know, like he's no longer given the the commandments and they've already bailed on it all and now they're worshipping a golden calf saying this is what brought us up out uh, of the land of Egypt and he's ready to destroy them all. The thing I think is worth noting is that God repents of doing that. In other words, he turns away from doing that right wrath judgment. Because of the intercessions of one righteous man. Moses reminds God of his promise to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob. And he says, this will not be good for your own name, right? Like, why should the Egyptians say, look, God, you know, brought them out only to slay them in the mountains. And because of the intercession of one righteous man, God turns from his anger. The scriptures say that the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. There's a lot of madness going on in our world right now. A lot of insanity. A lot of hysteria. A lot of sin and wickedness very uncertain times that we're living in let us pray this is how we should be interceding on behalf of our fellow man on behalf of the church on behalf of God's people and all the people around the world who still call in the name of Jesus who still call on God and and pray and seek his face We see something similar happen when God is ready to annihilate Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham has this interaction with God where he pleads on behalf of the righteous. Now, of course, there was no righteous to be found. And then God graciously removes Lot. But God agrees, yeah, if there's ten righteous, I won't destroy the place. Instead of living in fear right now of the things going on around us, let us get on our knees and pray and intercede And who knows? Just like the the prophet said in the Old Testament, maybe God will turn away from this wrath and instead leave behind a blessing. Let us take a page out of Moses' book, so to speak, here and intercede on behalf of humanity and pray for God's mercy. Now, what we're going to see is that God repents of the annihilation, but that doesn't mean that there's not great casualty, that there's not great uh, fallout as a result of the sin. So there's still going to be punishment and correction as we're about to see. Let's continue. Verse 15. And Moses turned and he went down from the mount and the two tables of the testimony were in his hand. The tables were written on both sides. One on the one side and the other were they written. The tables were the work of God and the writing was the writing of God graven upon the tables and when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted he said unto Moses there is a noise of war in the camp and he said it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome but the noise of them that sing do I hear and it came to pass as soon as he came nigh unto the camp that he saw the calf and the dancing And Moses' anger waxed hot and he cast the tables out of his hands and he break them beneath the mount and he took the calf which they had made and he burnt it in fire and ground it to powder and strawed it upon the water and made the children of Israel drink of it. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? To think about that he ground it all up into a powder and then put it in the water and forced the (laughs) the people of Israel to drink it. Verse twenty-one. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people unto thee, that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? And Aaron said, Let the anger of my lord, let not the anger of my lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief, for they said unto me, Make us gods which shall go before us, for as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. I said unto them, Whosoever hath any gold, let him break it off. So they gave it to me, and then I cast it into the fire, and there came out this calf. And when Moses saw the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from the gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man and his brother, and every man and his companion, and every man and his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses, and there fell of the people that day about three thousand men. For Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, even every man upon his son, upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, Ye have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up unto the Lord, preadventure I shall make an atonement for your sin. And Moses returned unto the Lord, and he said, O oh, this people have sinned a great sin, and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin... And if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book, which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Therefore now go, lead the people into the place which I have spoken unto thee. Behold, my angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And the Lord played the people, because they made the calf which Aaron made. And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart, and go up hence, thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear, swore unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it. And I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite, and the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Prezarites and the Hivites, and the Zebuzites. And to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of thee, for thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. And when the people heard these evil tidings, they mourned, and no man did put on him his ornaments. For the Lord had said unto Moses, Say unto the children of Israel, Ye are stiff-necked people. I will come up into the midst of thee in a moment, and consume thee. Therefore now put off thy ornaments from thee, that I may know what to do unto thee. And the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by the Mount Harab. And Moses took the tabernacle, and pitched it without the camp, afar off from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that every one which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without the camp. And it came to pass when Moses went out of the tabernacle that all the people rose up, and stood every man at his tent door, and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. It came to pass, as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. And the people saw the cloudy pillar standing at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose up and worshipped, every man at his tent door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun. A young man departed not out of the tabernacle. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now the way that I may know thee, that I might find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For when shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. For thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. And it shall come to pass, while my glory passes by, that I will put thee in a cliff to the rock, and I will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away my hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. And the Lord said unto Moses, Who thee two tables of stone like unto the first, and I will write upon these tables the words which were in the first tables which thou breakest. And be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto the Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. And no man shall come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the flocks nor herds feed before the mount. And he whoed two tables of stone like to the first, and Moses rose up early in the morning, and went up to Mount Sinai and the Lord had com- as the Lord had commanded him. He took in his hand two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there, and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands and forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin that will by no means clear the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the children's children, and upon the third to the fourth generation. And Moses made haste and bowed his head towards the earth and worshipped. He said, If now I have found grace in thy sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray thee, go among us. For it is a stiff-necked people, and pardon your iniquity and our sin, and take us for thine inheritance. And he said, Behold, I will make a covenant before all thy people. I will do marvels such as not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people among which thou art shall see the work of the Lord. For it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. Observe, thou, that I, which I command thee this day. Behold, I drive out before the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Perserites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Take heed to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land whither thou goest. Lest it be for a snare in the midst of thee, but ye shall destroy their altars, break their images, and cut down their groves. For thou shalt worship no other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a-whoring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto their gods, and one call thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice. And thou take of their daughters unto thy sons, and their daughters go whoring after their gods, and make thy sons go whoring after their gods. Thou shalt make thee no molten gods. And the feast of unleavened bread shalt thou keep, seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, as I commanded thee. In the time of the month Abib, for in the month of Abib thou shalt comest out from Egypt. Thou camest out from Egypt. All that open the matrix is mine. And every firstling among the cattle, wherewith ox or sheep, that is male. But in the firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb. And if thou redeem him not, then thou shalt break his neck. All the firstborns of the sons that shall redeem, and none shall appear before me empty. Six days thou shalt do work, but on the seventh day thou shalt rest. In earring time, and in the harvest, shalt make a rest. Thou shalt rest. And thou shalt observe the feast of weeks and the first fruits of the wheat harvest and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. Thrice in a year shall all your men and children appear before the Lord God, the God of Israel, for I will cast out the nations before thee and I will enlarge thy borders, neither shall any man desire thy land. When well, thou shalt go up to appear before the Lord thy God, thrice in a year, Thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven, neither shalt thou sacrifice at the feast of the Passover be left into the morning. The first of the first fruits, thy land thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not see a kid in its mother's milk. And the Lord said unto Moses, write thou these words, for after the tenor of these words I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel. And he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. And he wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And it came to pass when Moses came down from the Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hands. When he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. When Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh in him. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him, and Moses talked with him. And afterward the children of Israel came nigh and gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done speaking with him, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spake unto the children of Israel that which he was commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, but the skin of Moses' face shone. And Moses put a veil upon his face until he went in to speak with him. And that, my friends, is the end of our Torah portion for this week. I pray that it's been a blessing to you and has spoken to your heart and filled you with joy and uh Like I've said before, it's a great privilege for me to do this work, and uh, my only hope is that it's it's going forth and piercing hearts and causing many to draw closer to God. That's all I have for you. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.